0: hey i'm ben and i'm evan and welcome to coffee break welcome back to coffee break with ben and evan i'm back
1: yeah
0: <laughs> I was busy and also i'm not I know movies, but not as well as I mean, I didn't
1: I didn't know much either, but it was good to just get the outside input and kind of go off of each other that way. But now we're back with the two of us. And today, I think we're just going to do what we do best today. And we're going to we found some great things online that we want to share with you guys that we think we can like just talk about and just have some fun with. So let's get right into it.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of out of the blue. Which is very ironic, because it just happens to be the very first item on this list. But uh, uh, so this is a list that I found online, and it's rejected sodas. Mm. Now, I don't drink soda, and I feel like a lot of people know that, and a lot of people don't like me because of it. I'm not just saying that, but they don't, they they think it's weird. They don't weird. understand it. They don't understand, which, okay, whatever. But I don't, I can't. I just can't drink soda; it's just gross to me. I think Dr. Pepper tastes like, like cough medicine.
1: <laughs> well, some I I get that. Like if you ever get like, Meyer brand grape soda, that stuff will taste like Tylenol. Oh,
0: that's so gross. <laughs> I mean, it's just true though. All right, so basically, what I found was a bunch of rejected sodas. So we had a rejected cereal brand. Uh,
1: yeah, for any thing. fans of our of our cereal podcast, you'll like this one. Yeah,
0: so this is more of a rejected soda kind of thing i'm
1: really curious to see if i remember any of these like being in stores
0: uh well let's we'll, we'll start with the first one uh a favorite of our friend group pepsi pepsi blue let's see pepsi blue was introduced in 20, 20, 2002 <laughs> ah. <laughs> to compete with coca-cola's vanilla coke brand it was very sugary apparently <laughs> uh that's what it says it says the brand was very sugary um it was discontinued in two thousand four. It just doesn't look appealing at all. <laughs> just
1: yeah, I mean, Pepsi I guess vanilla vanilla blue. Coke really like took the crown for that one because vanilla Coke is still around.
0: All right, so yeah, <laughs> that's a weird one, but this one is even weirder. I don't know how to.
1: I don't know why. Like, why would they call it blue? Is it like blueberry flavored oh, it's or berry? It, oh,
0: the yeah. This is the brand, the brand drew fire for being colored with blue one, a controversial food coloring agent banned in some countries. All right, Pepsi. All right, Pepsi. The dark history of Pepsi. <laughs> Living on the edge. All right. So second one is Orbitz. Now this, I'll read a description to it. Orbitz is the only drink on this list that contained floating lumps of solid food.
1: Oh no, no, no. <laughs> is this like, you know, is this like that bubble tea stuff?
0: No, this is gross. I like bobo tea. It's bobo. Oh, it's no, bubble tea? I okay, thought it was it's bubble bubble tea. We you also Yeah, bubble's the yeah. actual thing, but it's also boba. Boba is like
1: Oh yeah, that's the things you get at orange leaf.
0: Yes. Let's see. This is it says it was made by the Clearly Canadian Beverage Corporation. Go figure the Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> that's which called it a text, <laughs> texturally... I don't know how to say that, enhanced alternative beverage. When released in 1977.
1: There's too many words to describe it. Like, it, it should be soda, a beverage, fruit flavored. But when we start getting into textures, so,
0: yeah. I don't think so. L- let me give you uh, <laughs> what it looks like, kind of an image. It said, not enough consumers went for the gimmick and the lava lamp resembling drink, which was discontinued within one year.
1: <laughs> don't they say on lava lamps, like on the front on a sticker, "Do, Do not drink. drink. <laughs> don't open this. Don't drink this."
0: And it goes on to say, um, <laughs> "This is funny. Can- Canada was announcing that it was considering considering bringing back the semi-solid drink in a small batch last year."
1: Oh. Well, the, I guess that was kind of going along with they had the resurgence of, like, Crystal Pepsi for a little bit, which was in the 90s, and then they had, like, Surge, which was another, like, energy drink. Yeah. But I think, those, like, those are both back now, so I guess those were popular among some people, but I don't know of, of anyone who would want a semi-solid, textured <laughs>
0: beverage. It's like pulp. <laughs> Just a cup of pulp,
1: <laughs> but at least with its pulp, it's natural to whatever juice this yeah. is. It's just floating
0: food. All right, the next one. Now I remember this one. I think, I, I, hopefully, I think, I think, I think this is what it is. Sprite Remix, Coca Cola's Sprite Remix popped up in 2003. Quickly developed a rapid fan base. Coke would expand its Sprite Remix flavors to Berry Clear and Aruba Jam.
1: Mm-hmm. I, then, guess, I guess they are doing kind of trial and error with those because, you mm-hmm. know, McDonald's has that, like, tropical Sprite stuff now. Yeah, they got
0: that new Coke. Uh, what's it? Like the uh, – I don't know Coke. That's the thing. Like essentials or something like that. I forget, I um,
1: know. Like the green can? Yeah. Uh, I think it's called Coca-Cola Life. Yeah, Coca-Cola yeah. Life. Yeah. What which is, is it? like, it's with some, like, sweetener that's supposed to be healthier for you and no corn syrup or something like that. But.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Just how the McDonald's is using real beef now. Kind of like that. Hey, they're making
1: all our burgers to order, too. So you know when okay. you're in that drive through line, you're getting a fresh piece of
0: horse. All right. So the next one is called OK. OK. <laughs> OK Soda. OK Soda launched in 1993 and was completely gone by 1995. In fact, the drink, the drink failed so quickly that it never went completely national. It was a Coca-Cola product. Huh seven months it lasted it was backed by a strange marketing campaign that tried to be wholly transparent ignoring the taste of the drink and purely promoting the quote unquote feeling
1: (laughs) so a drink okay (laughs) those cans are freaky looking yeah not fun so it's a drink that's not about the taste it's about how you feel drinking
0: it's the vibe
1: just drink water
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's probably, but hey, man, it's Coke. It, has, it says the word okay on it. Probably is just okay. Yeah. It lasted seven months.
1: Never even went completely national.
0: <laughs> All right, the next one's called Josta, or Josta. J-O-S-T-A. Interesting. It, it became the first energy drink to make its way into the Coke versus Pepsi Cola Wars when it was put on the shelves in 1995. Pepsi used an active ingredient called, I'm going to say this wrong, gua, guarana.
1: They use guacamole? in the-
0: <laughs> I'm Sure, sure, there's, that's just not it. I, it's, apparently, it's like an energy boost kind of thing. Ooh. There's a Save Josta website. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like putting billboards up and everything, bring Josta back. Bring
0: Josta, Josta 2020, it's coming back. All right, this one is... Oh, so back to Dr. Pepper, and I know you like Dr. Pepper. I do. So this is called Red Fusion. Mm -hmm. What's your soda? Who's your soda? (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) That's gross. In 2002, Dr. Pepper Red Fusion became the first new flavor of Dr. Pepper ever added in its 120-year-plus history.
1: Exactly. Dr. Pepper's 23 flavors, but they always say 23. You don't need 24.
0: I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> Have you ever seen a, a can of Dr. Pepper? It says Dr. Pepper with a little 23 under it. They say Dr. Pepper's a mix of 23 flavors.
0: That's why it tastes a whack. To you, I, do, I guess. I guess. All right. The drink was uh, predominantly cherry flavored, but was also combined with a bunch of other fruit flavors, and it failed spectacularly. <laughs> Despite the marketing power behind it, Dr. Pepper. I keep on reading... Dr. Pepper, as if it was a person. <laughs> it's weird reading it.
1: Dr. Pepper did not approve <laughs> when, when brought into his clinic. Uh,
0: it ceased pr- uh, production less than a year, though it lingered until 2004. Poor lingered. choice of words. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, that just looks kind of funky. Oh, here's another uh big name brand with a uh, some. Weird, wacky soda. 7-Up uh, Gold. Okay. okay. <laughs> the formula for 7-Up Gold was developed by the Pe- Dr. Pepper Company and brought out by 7-Up soon after the two drinks giant giants emerged.
1: Oh, they have a really odd vocabulary in this article. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm sorry. I'm just Lingered reading
1: Lingered spectacularly.
0: Oh, just <laughs> wait, wait until I describe this drink. <laughs> this could have had a lot to do with the taste, which was described as cinnamon spicy and it had a reddish caramel hue. A light blue hue. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that just sounds gross. And it goes on to say one of the 7UP chief executives goes, I'll be honest, it's a failure.
1: Well, the chief there said you go. that, it, nope, I'm not going to hey, do it. All right, chief. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was about to do that. I'm not going to say that meme. All
0: right, next one is Splite, a uh, slice.
1: <laughs> and then its off-brand counterpart, Splice.
0: <laughs> Pepsi Cola uh, introduced Lemon Lime Slice, so Sprite, basically. Yeah. Uh, it didn't do well enough at all. Wow. It lasted like two months. <laughs> um, oh, it was overtaken by Sierra Mist. Mm, okay. And then again, I've never had that.
1: It's, it's just Sprite with Coke's name on it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Or Pepsi's name on it, whichever one. <laughs>
0: All right, this is the funny one that I saw. DNL. Yes, DNL. DNL is actually just 7-Up backwards. Or like so upside down. Upside down. So if you, to give you a visual, get a 7-Up can, put it upside down, and it spells DNL.
1: It might have to be in a certain font for this to work well. dude. 7-Up and then, you, oh yeah, I That's guess just
0: so. the 7-Up brand, yeah. It says, turn your thirst upside down. <laughs> Introduced in 2002, Cadbury Schwe... Schweppes? How
1: do you pronounce that? Schweep? Schweppes? I don't know.
0: Schweppes? Hmm. Schweppes. Yeah. Schweppes. So, an alternative... It was an attempt to pull consumers away from Pepsi over Mountain Dew. Okay. Hmm. Oh, it was killed in 2005. Its legacy lives on in the market because of its interesting marketing tactics. DNL's marketing went from the upside-down theme. Unlike the 7-Up Gold disaster 15 years earlier... D.N.L. sought to truly become the opposite of a 7-Up, and it wanted people to know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's D.N.L. Lime Lemon Soda. Tell us how you
0: really feel, all right? <laughs> all right, next one's called Citra. Mm. It's a grapefruit soda from Coca-Cola. I know, I really like grapefruit. I'm, I'm not one to, you know, bash on the fruits of grapes.
1: Uh, so We'll see.
0: I like them. It uh, couldn't have been
1: that good if we're just now hearing about it.
0: Well, yeah, it, it, they turned to Fanta instead. Oh, okay. So they switched from Citro to Fanta. All right, here's one. I'll, I'll do just a couple more. There's a lot on this list, and yeah. I, we'll put the link on Instagram or whatnot. Uh, this is one that I know of that people should know. that uh, should, but they might know of Vault. Now, Vault is one of Coke's only like energy drinks. Yeah. So it says Coca-Cola Vault brand was promoted as a hybrid energy drink in 2005 to compete with Mountain Dew. Hmm. Okay. Um, It was directly paired up with Pepsi's Citrus brand, and Coke even responded to the development of Mountain Dew, Code Red, by coming out with Vault Red Blitz. Ooh. Uh, It survived for six years, so it's actually pretty good. Oh, okay. So, hey, there you go. This one is, I don't know. Carter liked to say this one earlier. Hubba Bubba Soda. And it looks just like the packaging, like it. Yeah, it it's does. Pink it and it, it looks reminds like, me it looks of like a, Yeah, I say it
1: looks like a can of Pepto. Yeah,
0: as uh, I said uh, it says Hubba Bubba Original Bubble Gum Soda began life in 1987 after Steve <laughs> <It> was born. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, created it using a snow cone flavoring. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. That's. But it was discontinued before the 90s, right? It's just reached.
1: like straight snow cone syrup <laughs> in a can.
0: But hey, the pink colored drink also came in a diet flavored. The of course com- it did. <laughs> the company that produced the drink, Novelty Beverage, acquired license rights from the Wrigley Company, and it was sold worldwide. Wow. Oh, actually, let, let's keep on going, because there's some couple ones that you might know in here. Okay. Crystal Pepsi. You know, like, I do
1: know Crystal Pepsi. The only reason I know Crystal Pepsi, I'm sure a lot of people do now, because a couple years ago, Um, Crystal Pepsi was actually revived and brought Mm -hmm. back into stores, and that was because of a YouTuber uh, who calls himself the LA Beast. And he did this challenge on YouTube one time where he, this was probably in like 2013, where he bought on eBay a can, like a bottle of Crystal Pepsi from the 90s and then drank it because he like remembered it from when he was a kid and then puked it up all over his like table. And then like from... 2013 to probably 2015 or 16 kept sending Pepsi so many emails like, what will it take for you to bring back Crystal Pepsi? And then they finally did. And like you could buy it in stores for probably a good year. I don't know if it's still huh. around, but I remember I, like, I tried it once, probably huh. a couple times.
0: Yeah, let's see. Let's. What was the problem with it? it said, he said, oh, this is – all right. David Novak, who's kind of like the chairman of uh, Pepsi, says, I still think it's the best idea I've ever had and the worst executed. A lot of times, uh, a lot of times, as a leader, you think they don't get it. They don't see my vision. People were saying we should stop and address some issues along the way, and they were right. So, I guess there was some problem going on. I guess with, Pepsi. with
1: advertising. You know what? I actually just remembered. Huh? When uh, I think when Crystal Pepsi was first coming out, uh, Saturday Night Live did a parody of a Crystal Pepsi commercial because they advertised it as like, "Oh, this is the first clear cola." And so, Saturday Night Live did a fake uh, commercial, like a parody commercial, uh, where they made a bunch of clear foods. Like, they had clear gravy and, like, clear sauces that for everything. That is so gross. And they had a can of clear gravy that they were just pouring <laughs> on a turkey. I think uh, the one you were just showing me, I've actually heard of
0: before. New Coke. New Coke. And it, <laughs> Bill Cosby's holding a little can of new Coke and it's quite... This is from the 80s. It's unsettling. Uh, Permanently shut down in 2002. There's not much there.
1: The thing with new Coke though is this actually is a huge story because it was in the 80s. um, Coke and Pepsi had their whole war going on and they were kind of like advertising it as Coke is what the old people drink. It's like what everybody's parents drink and Pepsi is what like the cool young kids drink. And so Coke in order to like combat that decided to like change their whole formula and then they made like a new version of coke like which was supposed to replace the old coke in- entirely and they had new coke and then everybody hated it and there was just like a huge backlash against the whole company and so that's why if you go to some places that have like fountain sodas if you see it says Coca-Cola classic that's why it says that because <clears throat> They were trying to say, like, they got rid of new Coke and are back to the old oh, okay. formula. Okay. So in a way, I you can actually kind of see this as kind of a really smart, like, advertising thing. Because once, like, people – they knew people hated new Coke so much, they can now, like, brand the old Coke as classic and it will sell way more because everybody's like, oh, thank God we're back to the good one. Like, we're back to the one that everybody knows. So they could just sell more that way.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll read two more because this is actually a really good list. Uh, this one is this one kind of uh, catches my eye a little bit. Uh, Coca-Cola Black, spelled B L A K, big K, big K, oh, uppercase. <laughs> big K is Kroger brand. <laughs> I did. I didn't mean like. I just meant big K.
1: Does it have an accent mark over the yes. A too? <laughs> it does.
0: I don't know why. Uh, it was it first introduced in France, and it's a coffee flavored cola.
1: See, uh, it stopped, I might have to draw the line, it
0: stopped in uh, 2008, so that's I don't remember, at I all. really don't remember that at all. And I'll end with this one. So, do you guys know what Sobe is? Yeah, yeah, so Sobe came out with this thing called Mr. Green.
1: <laughs> See, I think if I remember correctly on the Serial podcast, there was something that started with Mr., and it didn't go over well. <laughs> I don't know which one it was. But anytime you're starting something like this and it has Mr. in the title,
0: I don't think that's a good start. (laughs) I'll read what it says. It says, Mr. Green's 2002 release was Pepsi something, I don't know. I can't read that. This is terribly written, by the way. Okay, the Dr. Pepper-like drink was colored green. It was actually green, but it looks like dark green. It'd be really gross. Mm. Infused with ginseng, whatever that is, and bore the soap... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bore the Sobe lizard, uh, Sobe lizard mascot on the bottle. This just looks really gross. Probably it's really rare to get it.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think all of these. There's probably one person in the world that's like, oh, I have to try all these. So <clears throat> people on eBay will probably ask like crazy prices if they have, if they happen to have a
0: leftover bottle of this from ten years ago or whatever. I'm actually gonna look up right now to see. I don't see. There's none online for sale. There's none. I'm gonna see if there's any Coke, Coca-Cola, black.
1: Well, if that one was like only gone you since 2014,
0: you know what we should do? We should probably we, should, we don't even get some of these one these days. Yeah, like just order a bunch of them. All oh, looks so gross. Okay. okay, I'm not paying
1: too much for these though. <laughs> All right, let's get off of sodas for now. I think we've had our fill for yes. today. And uh, here's here's something a little less gross and much more optimistic. <laughs> Um, This is an article we found called "30 Amazing Things to Look
0: Forward to in 2019." I mean, now it is still February, and it's getting close to March. Yeah, at the time we're recording this, so like, it may come out later. But like, yeah, we've had a month and a half of 2019, but it doesn't seem like that, if you ask me. Yeah, I know. So
1: it always goes well. Just scrolling through the this list, some of these things have seemed really, really cool. Like, I'll start the first one right here uh Samsung will release a foldable phone.
0: This would be cool if it was Apple.
1: (laughs) I don't know, man.
0: Actually no, I feel like Apple's better than that.
1: (laughs) Well Apple Apple's been kinda on the downhill in my eyes lately.
0: Mm, I mean they they're making a lot of bank because it's Apple.
1: Well of course it's (laughs) Apple but like their their stock's taking a big hit too just because with the new iPhones are really not they're just kind of rebranding them and adding them to be the same stuff. but like that's a whole different thing. But when I think of a foldable phone, I can't think of anything but an old flip phone. A slide phone as
0: well or like I slide Because I, I
1: know there. we both had slide phones at one point in our yeah. lives. Yeah, that was my baby. <laughs> but hold on, let me, let me read this. There have long been rumors that Samsung was developing a foldable phone. In November, the company finally unveiled to developers at a conference. Now this folding phone, which might be called the Samsung Galaxy X or possibly Galaxy F, could be out as soon as March if the rumors are true. The phone will have a bendable glass screen that uses new technology called Infinity bendable Flex glass. Display.
0: Yeah. That is... <laughs>
1: okay. Uses uh, called Infinity Flex Display and will look like a tablet when it's fully opened and your usual smartphone when it's closed. That That's interesting, hmm. like to make a hybrid tablet phone. Huh. All right, Samsung.
0: Okay, um, I, um, can, I could possibly see that.
1: I'm interested to see this. Uh, let's, get, let's get down I, to it. I
0: got a good one. Okay. It's number 14 on his list. It is the Rolling Stones will tour for maybe the last time. Hmm. so whether you're not you're a Stones fan or even big oldies guy oldies you gotta family.
1: hand it to these guys they have been going non-stop since the mid-60s the like youngest the time member of the Beatles
0: yeah. Yeah. the youngest member is 71 years old so they're still putting on shows to this day and this will probably be, apparently, last t- the last tour. And, I mean, Elton John is on his last tour. Which, I mean, it, I would love to see that. Expensive tickets. The,
1: like, the cheapest tickets I think you can get now for just the Cincinnati show around us is, like, 500 bucks. So, I I mean, there, there's still a demand for them.
0: Um, I had one more here I wanted to see. All right. Go ahead and read it. Where did it go? I got one right now if you want me to read oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. All right, number 21, Disney will give us their own streaming service. Hmm, okay. Which is actually kind of cool, because I know that they're thinking about doing, like, a Star Wars uh, show on there as well. Uh, I don't know who was with. It might have been Boba Fett. I don't know. All I know is that uh, they're going to do a new series on there, mm-hmm. and it's going to be called Disney Plus. So we'll have Disney, Marvel, yeah. Star Wars.
1: Oh, all-in-one service.
0: Yeah. Um, so, and it's also that might, gonna, that
1: might cause people to drop Netflix, though. Well,
0: also, this it says the service will be priced substantially below what Netflix is charging.
1: That's good. Here's one I got right here NASA will send a probe to the sun. So, it says NASA, NASA's Parker Solar Probe 2, which costs around $1.5 billion, got within 15 million miles of the sun's surface in November which, I mean, yeah, it's still a pretty, it's pretty far away, but that's closer than I think anything else has ever gotten. And next year it's going to get even closer. There are two, um, uh, two planned ones as a scientific term for the moment of closest approach in April um, and September. Um, and as the NASA director said in a statement, this probe will journey to a region humanity has never explored before. So that's pretty cool. Like, even, like, if we can get that much closer to, like, to just, like, being, like,
0: to some place, like, we could never, like, go as humans. Yeah. And I'll actually, going off that, number 16 on this list is space tourism will be closer than you think. So, like, they're going to, this is, like, a possible thing where, you know, well, now the only reason why you go in space nowadays is for research purposes. Yeah,
1: just on, like, the International Space Station or, like, we've gone to the moon a bunch of times. Yeah,
0: or it's not going to be one of those, like, oh. Hey. You know what I'm feeling right now? Mars. Mars. Yep. Saturn. Hop around in a rover.
1: Go ride on the rings for a little while.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's just not a thing right now. But apparently it's getting closer. It doesn't say that it will be a thing, but it is getting closer. Um, it says in the middle of next year that plans to uh the guy named Richard Branson, who's, you know, a very famous billionaire who plans on going up to space just to like take a look around and get set mm-hmm. up and everything which is kind of cool it seems a little too good to be true for me but we'll see so. what happens i
1: know we were talking a little bit about disney before and i got one right here number 17 on this list uh the epcot fireworks will get a makeover i saw that yeah. that's pretty cool so no visit to walt disney world is complete without watching the amazing reflections of earth fireworks show at epcot um, and it says a new fireworks showcase that's reportedly called Illuminations Windows on the World is in store. Windows, I think of Windows XP. <laughs> Windows on the World. It just, it just flashes up the Windows XP logo with like, <laughs> this, <laughs> like the startup sound in the background. Dun, da, 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 da. <laughs> I've got. It oh. says details are heavily guarded, but knowing Disney's enthusiasm for pyrotechnics, it's definitely going to be flashy. There you go. For all the all the Disney fans, everybody that frequents Disney out there, you got that to look there forward to.
0: Um, this one's for those car car people out there. I really don't care too much about cars. I think they're cool. Yeah, but I see him, I, I see them every day. But <laughs> 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 number twelve, Porsche will release as an electric car. Mm, okay. Which is nice. So I very much enjoy Porsches. Uh we my dad really likes them as well. So we've kind of looked at a couple of them as well. So this is really interesting because I would never have thought Porsche as of be- uh, to become a more electric company than yeah because I mean Tesla is doing f- like pretty freaking good if you ask me really.
1: yeah but it's like when when I think of like Porsches I I always think of just like sports cars and like racing well, the thing is, and it's like-, like
0: it's like the old man sports car kind of oh yeah like the out of crisis all of car oh yeah out of, out of uh, all the cars you can get yeah Porsche you know so. You know, it's not like an electric Lamborghini, which would be disgusting. There'd yeah, be, and then like, there was something too. There's inf- no. <laughs> that's the whole defeats the whole purpose of a Lamborghini.
1: Yeah, because I mean, those like they're supposed to be sporty and flashy and everything. And there loud. was something like that with Ferrari too, where mm-hmm. like the founder of Ferrari said, "No matter what, there will never be a Ferrari SUV." And he died probably like in the early two thousands, and so like they just made a Ferrari SUV a couple of years ago. They made a Lamborghini
0: truck last year. Which was actually very good-looking, if you ask me. I thought it was beautiful. That's another story.
1: (laughs) Uh, I got one right here. Number 18, Toy Story 4 will make us all
0: sob. Yeah, but then again, like, I don't... But it's going to be different. That's the thing, because they say it's going to be the ending the ending one.
1: But the thing is I I a lot of us expected Toy Story 3 to be the or, I mean even Toy Story 2 because there was probably a good 10 year gap between Toy Story 2 and 3. Yeah. So I don't know if Toy Story 4 will take on a whole new storyline or whatever but um it says here Details on the new Toy Story sequel, which premieres on June 21st, are hard to come by. But star Tom Hanks has revealed that the final Toy Story 4 scene is going to go down as, quote, a moment in history. In fact, the cast got so emotional while trying to record it that they could barely read their own lines. Huh.
0: Wow, that's going to be fun.
1: That is going to be something to witness, all right. Yeah. One thing that makes me kind of sad with Toy Story is... um, the original, the voice of Mister Potato Head, Don Rickles, has since passed away. Yeah. So I guess they'll have to find somebody else to do Don that Rickles. one. But oh, I loved him
0: so much; he was the best. Um. So that list is. I mean, there's there's a bunch of stuff on that list. Um. But I did just pull up a new list, and it's new things to look forward to in 2019 for Cincinnati. Okay. So it's kind of cool, which is you know if you if you don't live in Cincinnati, and you're in you're listening this just you know. <laughs> take it take it for what it is. Yeah. Uh I'll just start with number 2 because me and Flake are both me and Flagle are both going to go see this. Hamilton is coming to Cincinnati, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah, we'll be going to that before we have our show, which is going to be great. I can't wait for that. We got FCC is going big time. FC Cincinnati is going MLS, which is going to be amazing. And we went to a couple games.
1: Mm -hmm. And and we also, uh, FC Cincinnati, they recently broke ground on their brand new stadium, which will probably take, I think, a a year or two to get complete. But we got that to look forward to. And I got to say, we actually went and saw the FC game with one of our friends that has season tickets. And those fans, those season ticket FC Cincinnati people in the Bayley, Those guys are so much fun. They're so crazy. They're
0: crazy. Um, number four, Reds turn 150 years old.
1: Oh wow, that's
0: crazy! And hey, we're supposed to have a really good year this year. Hopefully, they're doing good stuff. We have a new team, so.
1: I mean, I think the Reds are the oldest franchise there is. I mean, like they've been my team since I was a little kid. So hopefully, we'll the dark days will be over soon. Yeah,
0: them or the Bengals. Uh, (laughs) number six, Bunbury Music Festival is always huge. You know,
1: oh, if I could have a quick moment on this, <laughs> I have been to Bunbury every year for the last five years. I went, well, actually not consistently because, I, well, I went 2013, I didn't go 2014, but every year since 2015 I've been. And this year, I don't think I'm going back because the lineup is so, so disappointing. Garbage. It's like, Last year you
0: had Post Malone and...
1: Well, the thing was, like last year, the lineup was pretty good. But really, what Bunbury has always kind of represented to me is, yeah, they have their headliners and everything, but it's it's usually a great opportunity to showcase new, new. like, alternative yeah. indie bands that are trying to get their start. And even if they're not on the main stage, if they just have that like hour long performance in the middle of the day, they at least draw that crowd. And this year, just I've all I, I've probably never heard of like all but two of the bands that are on there and it's just been really really disappointing to me like as as someone who's who's gone so much so I think I just might wait until 2020 for that but hopefully like I wish them all the best I hope they get a good crowd and everything cuz the 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 company that's been putting it on has they've really done a great job the last few yeah. years so I wish them the best.
0: Yeah, so this year lineup is people like Jack White, don't know who that is. That's last year. Oh, is it really? Oh yeah, that was last year. Yep. Um this year we got the real-life Mario Kart racing. Really? Yeah. What's that? Let me read it for you. Calling all... I'm not reading that. <laughs> because, <laughs> listen to this. Calling all Queen City go-kart racers and video game players. Let's-a-go.
1: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I'm going to pretend that wasn't real. Yeah, so basically it's a bunch, it's an adult go-kart race in downtown Cincinnati that takes place. You can go if you want. We should go. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. Yep, June fifteenth through twenty second. That's hyped. I, I'm hyped. About I that. might
1: be down for that as long as we don't have some like MC at the beginning <laughs> saying "Let's a go" before we start. Let's
0: a go, Cincinnatians. <laughs> All right, one last one, which is kind of cool. Blink returns, and Blink is the um, it's the lights downtown. So like, it's mm-hmm. like. So I'll read the article. Uh the multicolored lights of Blink will spill across Ohio River in two thousand nineteen, expanding the festival over uh Robleam Bridge into Covington for its second year. Blink will return for uh downtown and expand south to seventh Street, Mason Avenue, and Covington as a free public event. So it's kind of like a big kind of festival kind of thing and it's known for uh its really nice lights and mm-hmm. like it's really it's a cool environment. Uh so yeah, I mean
1: That's a cool thing, is yeah. if you're in the city like free festival
0: These yeah I mean, and then awesome. you got the classic light you got you know the what's the one fest downtown during like uh oh gosh well there's festival of lights at the zoo which mm-hmm. is always good then you got like uh there's a couple haunted houses around here you, oh
1: yeah the dent school, houses, dent school is Oh is really no, popular
0: never do that uh and then you got like uh um Oh, gosh. You got Opening Day Parade coming up, which oh, is yeah. always huge for Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, People yeah. Ever since I was a kindergarten, people skip school mm-hmm. for that. It's a holiday. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Signing off.
1: Thanks for listening, guys. See you on the next one.